Welcome to another edition of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Baker. Well, coming to you guys a day late, later than usual. Uh, I was under the weather yesterday and um, just had a really bad cold, and you know, I didn't, I didn't think it would be best to talk to you guys on that day, just because I felt like you know I wouldn't be able to bring you uh, at the same level of content that I normally would. But I'm back today. I'm feeling better. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for your patience. And uh, we're going to get right into it today. I have a lot to talk about just because, you know, uh, I missed a day uh, yesterday. And there was also two games uh, this past week. And the, the Lightning played uh, Boston in Boston on Saturday. And then they were back at it on Sunday in Detroit. And I think I'm going to spend um, mostly a part of mostly part of this uh episode on the boston game and i just because i believe that you know there there was a ton to talk about in that game obviously there's a lot to talk about about the detroit game and i think what i'll do is that i will eventually just make uh i'll I'll put out either a second episode today later on or maybe i'll put one out tomorrow or i'll figure it out and i'll and i'll keep you guys updated as we go along so let's just get right into it. You know, a great game on Saturday night in Boston. You kind of had the feeling going into this, especially, you know, any any time Boston and Tampa play each other, it's always a, a fast-paced, intense playoff-like game. And uh, you definitely saw it in this one. Um, I have to say, I got a lot of nitpicks with this game, just because especially with the, the officiating. I thought... Um, you know, I thought that the, the refs kind of let this game kind of get out of hand. And, you know, you could only do so much as an official in the National Hockey League. I understand that. You know, this isn't like Major League Baseball or, you know, the NBA or where, where you could just, you know, you could eject players, give them technical fouls or whatever the case may be. Uh, you know, this you could only give out so many penalties because regardless of what the situation is going to be, players are going to take, uh, they're going to take matters into their own hands. And that's just something that, you know, as whether you're on whatever team you're rooting for, or if you're a player, or you know, if you're, you're just gonna have to deal with it, and you're just gonna it's some one of those situations, especially in this game. And I felt like in this game and in previous games, the Lightning have been getting the short end of the stick uh, on penalties being called in their favor, and it you, you saw it a couple of times in this game. Um, and one of the plays that really sticks out to me, and I'll get a little bit more into it, was on the. Sean Corrali goal, um, Cezano Charo just flipping Mikhail Sergachev's stick like 10, 15 feet up in the air and, and just have a no call on that. And there was another play where Nick Ritchie of the Boston Bruins holding down Braden Point's head in front of a, of a ref and there was no call. And I have no idea what the ref w- was looking at, um, if he was even looking at the play, if he was. It was just, it's just one of those things where if you're a Lightning fan and you're at home watching this game, even though the Lightning were in the lead at those times, you know, you're just sitting there and you're just waving your hands and you're going nuts. I was going nuts at the TV just watching this. It was just like one of those things like, what, what, what is going on? Like, how do you not call that? And I don't understand it. And, you know, but the thing is, is that that's the way, that's the way it goes sometimes in these games or on the. And you're just going to have to deal with it and play on because you can't let things like that get to you um, as a player. And I'm sure the Lightning were aware of that. So before I go to 
into really the, the whole recap. I'm not going to talk about every goal and every play, obviously. You know, I'm, I'm kind of wanting to shake it up a little bit just with um, the recap. Because I'm sure a lot of Lightning fans, just, you know, especially, you know, you hardcore hockey fans that are listening, and you don't want to hear about every single thing. You just want to hear about the, the points in the game that really stuck out to you the most and stuck out to me as well. So, um, you know, just jumping into it, uh, just the things to take away from this game right away is just that, you know, uh, Obviously, the missed calls that didn't go in favor of the lighting, I thought that was absolutely ridiculous. And I hope kind of like the league and the refs going forward kind of keep a close eye. Maybe maybe these refs, I don't know if um, there's, you know, maybe the refs said to the, to Coach Cooper after the game, hey, we missed a couple of ones out there. But like I said, there's nothing to do about it. They won the game, obviously. So, of course, you can't really complain too much. Um, but down the stretch, you definitely do want those calls to kind of, um, go in your favor going forward. Um, I thought the Lightning did a very good job keeping constant pressure on the puck. And w- w- some of that pressure, it led to a goal. Uh, you saw it on the Sergeyev shorthanded goal um, in the sec- in the first period. You know, Yanni Gord did a very good job picking up the loose puck in the neutral zone and pushing it, poking it back into the offensive zone that led to the Sergeyev goal. We'll get into that in a little bit. But yeah, those are one of the things that I that caught my eye that kind of stuck out that I thought the Lightning did a very good job in this game. Um, you know, uh, they did they they didn't get bullied around. Um, you saw a lot. There was a lot of intensity in this game. Uh, they they were fighting hard. They were laying their their checks hard in the corners along the boards, and I thought they did a very good job. You know, everyone knew uh, going to this game it was going to be chippy. You saw it in the last game in Tampa where the Lightning unfortunately lost. But you know what? Uh, they 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 came out and they, they didn't get bullied around. I've stressed in past episodes that the Lightning need to do a better job of being a more physical, gritty team. And they definitely showed it in this game. And I hope they can carry it forward into future games. You know, I'll talk how they did carrying that forward into the Detroit game. Uh, when I do cover the Detroit games, I'll either be maybe at the end of this episode or maybe probably... Uh, in the next part two one that I will put out either today or tomorrow morning. We'll, we'll get into that soon. But yeah, um, other things to take, uh, take away from this game. I think Barkley Goodrow was absolutely phenomenal. He was very physical. He played a very good game. Yeah, he got some penalties called that weren't, you know, you know, you, you, you're gonna, it's going to happen just because you're, when you're playing a very physical style of hockey, such as he does, you're going to get some calls. They're going to be called against you. Maybe it's, maybe it's that, you know, sometimes, the, like I said, in certain games like this, the refs can't do too much. They can't really eject players um, or give out warnings or such a thing. That's not how, like, really hockey works in that respect. But they can give you penalties to, to you know, tell the players on the teams to, you know, just relax. And it, what's done is done. Um, but Barkley Goodrow and Zach Bogosian, they were absolutely phenomenal physical presences out there. I thought they played very good. And this is the kind of play that the Lightning have been looking for all season. And I want to see more of it. Uh, even Blake Coleman, um, you know, I've criticized him in the last couple episodes, you know, that I want to see him, uh, have more of an offensive output. You know, I want to see some, uh, points come out on the stat sheet now, but you know what? He's been doing a fair, a very, very good job of, you know, just going out there and playing physical hockey. So having those three guys out there, especially when, you know, you don't have one of your top goal scorers and Steven Stamkos. So, you know, they're already going out there. They're playing a man down 
And, you know, they're also playing with some some injuries right now. You know, you got Ryan McDonough, who's still out, and they have Jan Ruda, who you're not really sure when he's going to come back. So this team is playing uh, very shorthanded right now. And to have those three guys go out there and just um, take it to the other team, play physical, fight for the puck along the boards, you know, that, that's really something inspiring to see out there if you're a fan and wish – which you are if you're listening to this podcast. Um, and it's inspiring to the other players on the team because they look at these guys who have only been here for about a couple of weeks now. And and I think, um, you know, they just look at that and they say, wow, like these guys really care and they're really all in it. And, you know, that that's really something that could set the tempo for this team going forward and into the playoffs. And I want to see more of it because I think if they continue to play like this, I think that they're going to go very far. Um, in the playoffs, and I think they're going to have a very good end to the season as well. So I'll definitely keep an eye on that. That's something I really want. And that kind of ties in with what I wrote down kind of in my notes about this game. And I wrote down uh, Fight Club. I thought, you know, this game got out of hand real quick. It was very chippy, and you definitely saw it. Uh, There was probably, I know there was the the fight between Chara and Maroon. Um, There was the... I believe it was Goodrow and Wagner. And on the broadcast, they said that Wagner-Goodrow kind of altercation that kind of stemmed back from Goodrow's uh, time in San Jose. But to see kind of Goodrow not back down from that, which you kind of would expect him not to, um, it was good to see that. And it kind of inspired the team um, going forward in the game. And obviously there was a couple of uh, kind of like altercations between both teams at the at the end of the game, there was a couple, a couple as well as uh, some here and there throughout the game. So it was glad to see that, you know, it was glad to see this team kind of go out there and, you know, not back down from a challenge whenever uh, players on Boston tried to get in their face. So let's get into it right away. Um, in the first period, Anthony Sorelli doing Anthony Sorelli things, just going out there, uh, taking the puck all the way down the ice on the, while the, while well, the Lightning are on the penalty kill, off the faceoff, and six seconds into the penalty kill, he scores a great goal. Uh, you know, like I've said on uh, past episodes, you know, despite all the all the negative things that the Lightning have been doing throughout the season, I thought the one positive that they've been doing consistently, and they've been bringing game in game out, is scoring scoring early, and you know, at least setting the tone for the most part in the game. And they've been doing that very well. You know, this is only, this is 508 into the game. You know, it's not exactly a super early goal, but it's still an early goal regardless. Um, and that's something, you know, especially with all the, with all the missing players and, you know, uh, especially Stamkos, McDonough and Ruta, you know, to see this happening, to s- at least you like to see score, uh, a team go out there and score early, kind of set the tone and kind of get on the right side, side of things uh, early in the game. And then, Couple about a minute later, uh, Mikhail Sergachev on the short, another shorthanded goal. Uh, and the thing that really contributed to this to this goal, it wasn't so much Sergachev. Obviously, Sergachev had a great shot on it, um, but Yanni Gord poking the loose puck from the neutral zone back into the offensive zone, you know, to keep the pressure on. And that was really what the story and what really helped the Lightning. Um, what really contributed them to winning this game was, you know, they were their constant pressure on Boston, whether it was pucks on. Pucks on net, pucks in the zone, um, the fight for the puck along the boards, even um, even on uh, the the pressure on the puck handler uh, and on, on the penalty. On the penalty kill, I think they did an absolutely incredible job. Boston was only one for four 
on the power play in this game. And, you know, they, that was absolutely incredible. And, it, you know, I think it's, it's a very good sign to see whenever, regardless how many penalty kills you have, um, you know, to see them kill it. And I'm, I'm totally fine. You know, even though I don't like the number that they had, uh, how many times they were on the penalty and that was four, I think that one for four on the penalty kill, I think it's very good. Um, obviously, you want to see that number cut down from four penalties, power plays for the other opposing team. But, you know, that's, that kind of thing is going to happen in games like this. It was very chippy. It seemed like uh, Boston was getting a lot of the the hometown calls. And, you know what, that's going to happen. That's just something you're going to deal with. And I'm sure in the future it'll go like that for the Lightning when they're at home. So, you know what, that's just that's just the way the the ice tilted in that in that regard. So then, you know, the Lightning are up to nothing. So, and then they they score another one a little later on from Cedric Cedric Paquette, which uh, at that point you're at three nothing, and everything seemed like they were in the Lightning favor. Obviously, you know, at that point in the game, uh, you would have thought that maybe you know this would end up being maybe a four one game or something in that regard, where the Lightning kind of were gonna take the reins and just ride this one to the end and kind of be in control of the whole game. But that, that's not really how it happened. And, you know, you can't really take that for granted. Boston is one of the best teams in the league for a reason. So as much as you want to kind of imagine at that point in the game that, you know, the Lightning kind of have this one in the bag and that they're only going to ride the momentum forward is, you know, you, you don't want to be too comfortable with that just because of how good a team Boston is. And, of course, you know, after a Charlie McAvoy um, goal to make it 3-1, kind of like all hell breaks loose a little bit in this game, um, you know, the – they, they start going at it. The two teams start going at each other a lot more. You know, there was a little bit of a, there was a couple of fights in this game. Um, you know, not everyone got called for fighting, even though, you know, you could clearly see, you could look back at the, at the, at the, at the video of this game. Uh, but this is the play that really kind of fired me up in terms of, you know, a head scratcher in hockey. So 1857 into the second period, Sean Crowley scores the goal. Uh, after poking the puck free from Vasilevsky after Andre made the save on an initial shot. And this play should have never happened. I'm sorry. This goal should have never happened. You know, and you could say what you want, whether you're a Lightning fan or you're a Boston fan listening to this. Uh, this this play should have never happened because if if you look at the at the play leading up to that, if, if the refs were just paying attention and called the penalty on Chara for flipping Sergeyev's stick, 25 feet up in the air, then I don't, I have no doubt that this, this would have never led to a goal because at that point, you know, there's, there's a mad, there's a, there's, there's this mad, you know, kind of shot after shot, uh, sequence going on from Boston and that's fine. You know, the lightning are doing a very good job. And then at one point, Sergeyev and Char are, are battling for position in the zone. And then you just see Sergeyev's stick go flying 25 feet up in the air. Okay. And, I don't understand how that was not a call at all. And, you know, like I said, maybe the, the, the officials were just calling stuff in favor of Boston. I don't know the issue. I don't know what the case may be. I haven't heard anything about it really so much. But it's it's just an absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous sequence that happened. Because if if Boston gets called on this for, for a penalty on this, then, you know, the shot would have never happened that, that uh, Corrali, you know, um, that that Crowley shot would have led to a to a to a goal, and you know, granted, the the this goal was eventually a uh, went to a review because they weren't exactly too sure if the puck went in, just because I believe a fight broke out between the two teams at that point, and I think focus 
from the puck kind of shifted onto you know the two teams going at it. But like I said, this was I think the refs kind of let this one get out of hand, and there was a there were some missed calls, especially that you know didn't go in uh, Tampa's favor that were just absolutely ridiculous. I don't understand how a ref in the National Hockey League is standing there. Yeah, granted, like there's a lot going on. I get that, but you have three refs looking at the play on that, and you see a stick flying up in the air, and you you don't. There's there's no there's no question as to what happens. So Sergachev, at that point, if you're a ref, what do you think happened? Sergachev stick went flying up in the air because he threw it up there, and you know I think that's what kind of contributed to this to this goal, just because then at that point you have a defensive one of your defenseman's sticks just you know he's he doesn't he's without a stick so he, there's only so much he can do out there and i think i think they kind of dropped the ball on this one i'm sorry you know and i could i could probably spend another 20 minutes talking about this but i'm not going to just because the lightning won and it didn't it didn't really affect the game too much yeah it it made things kind of interesting and made the, made the score 3-2 at that point but i'm not going to get too much into it just because you know it, it, it at, if you look at the general at general theme of the game and how things went, it didn't put too, it didn't have too much of an effect on it. But yeah, that was one of that was one of the things that I, I kind of it kind of got me going in terms of like the the con the two calls the blatant two calls that didn't happen and that other call, um, the Nick Ritchie holding down Braden Point's head in front of the ref like that's another thing that was just I, I don't understand that. I don't understand what the ref was looking at. And it's it's sometimes in a game like this that's going to be as chippy as this that, you know, maybe as a ref, you should be calling that. Maybe you should be calling, I don't know, I think it would probably go down as maybe interference, I would assume. Uh, they were nowhere near the puck to begin with. And I think that's the kind of thing where um, maybe from the lightning point of view, the, the players were like, all right, so the refs aren't going to call this, so we're just going to take matters into our own hands. And I think maybe that's what kind of contributed to the uh, chippiness of the game. And that it, it was just one of those things where I think as a ref, and especially in a game like that, you, you kind of maybe need to take the reins. But other than that, other than the no calls from the refs, Lightning played a very great game. The constant puck pressure, um, contributions from Goudreau and Bogosian, especially um contributed to this win, and I want to see it going forward. Um, uh, the goaltending was great. Vasilevsky was challenged a lot. Um, uh, everyone did a very good job all around. Um, the one thing that was troubling, and the one thing that was troubling that I will get into, they'll be part of probably part two of this episode, is the absence of Victor Hedman. He only played four minutes and 36 seconds. In this game, and I think that really hurt this team in terms of, you know, at that point in the game, I believe he he only played a I think he played one shift in the second period, and then he was done for the game. Um, and he his presence was his absence was definitely felt in this game, you know, um, just because you know with with Boston making kind of a little bit of a run and making things interesting in this game, just because you know Lightning were at one point up three nothing, and then they end up winning the game five three, so. But, uh, yeah, uh, another thing that I take away, just because I mentioned his name in every episode, is Alex Korn. Alex Korn with, with the PBG in this game. Um, like I said, every game, whether it's on the assist side or the goal side of things, he just finds a way to be in the, in the thick of things. And um, 
it just seems ever since Stamkos went down with the injury for the rest of the season. seems like uh, Kalorn has been one of those guys um, that has really stepped up and been one of the leaders on the ice, along with Hedman and Sorelli. I think Anthony Sorelli is playing absolutely fantastic hockey. Um, obviously, his numbers don't tell the whole story. And if you just look, especially on that goal, you know, even if he didn't score, even if he didn't end up cashing in on that goal uh, in the first period, I thought, you know, just to have that kind of speed, to, to have that kind of playmaking ability to where you could just pick up the puck off the, the faceoff on, on the penalty kill and just go all the way down the ice and kind of make kind of make an, an attempt on the on the uh, the goaltender in that situation. I think that's something that's absolutely um, incredible um, and valuable to this team going forward. You know, um, uh, you know, whatever, whatever happens going forward, um, this team is going to have to win or are going to have to find ways to win games and score goals in maybe certain certain ways that, you know, they're not really accustomed to, especially, you know, now that they have certain players missing and, you know, we're not really sure uh, how long Hedman's going to be out. I'm sure he's probably only going to miss a couple of games, and that's wishful thinking. We'll see. I'll talk about more about that on the next episode, of course, part two. Um, but, yeah, um, Lightning played a very great game. Like I said, the, they played physical, aggressive, gritty hockey, um, and I think that's a great recipe for them, great uh, recipe to win games consistently going forward. Um and, you know, it's it's unfortunate that they, after playing a tough game like that, they got to fly to Detroit and play an early game the next day. But that's what happens, and that's why these guys uh, make the, the amount of money they do. And if you're listening to this by now, of course, you know that the Lightning lost a tough one in a shootout to the Detroit Red Wings. Um, I will talk more about that game in part two of this episode coming up. Um, I'm not sure yet whether I'm going to release it today or tomorrow or maybe just tie it in with tomorrow's episode with uh, a preview to the Lightning's upcoming game against the Toronto Maple Leafs, and that will take place actually tonight. They will play against the, the Maple Leafs. So I don't know wh- how I'm going to form things out. I'm still trying to figure it out from my end. Obviously, I want to talk about the Red Wing game because that was kind of a crazy one as well. But uh, let's preview. Actually, you know what we'll do? We'll preview the Maple Leafs game right now. We'll talk a little bit about that. And then maybe tomorrow um, what I'll do is I'll release an episode talking about uh, the Red Wings game. And then I'll release another one discussing the Maple Leafs game as well. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, the Lightning are facing off against the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight in Toronto. And this will be the last game on the current uh, um, road trip until they go back on Thursday. Uh, and they'll play a home game against Philly. Um, but yeah, this is uh, in the last game these two teams played. Um, the Lightning lost 4-3 at home, and this was kind of the second game after they kind of broke their losing streak. And um, I believe you know, that the Lightning played very well in that game. I think that the Maple Leafs just had you know, one of those nights where they were, they were just on, and um, I think they also went out there with a chip on their shoulder because I believe this was also the first game for the Maple Leafs since losing to Carolina and the David Aries game, who was the emergency goaltender. So they were, they were kind of going out there with their pride hurt and they just wanted to make a, um, make a statement and kind of get things on track. Since a lot of people in the NHL at that time were kind of laughing at them, you know, saying, how can you, how could you lose the, to the emergency goalie? But, uh, 
you know, this, this game, looking back on it, they were pretty evenly matched. You know, there was a couple of times in the game where, you know, um, you just had to scratch your head and tip your cap to the opposing team just because one play that comes to mind in this game where um, you just, there's nothing the Lightning could have done with, about it, especially Andre Vasilevsky, um, is that William Nylander goal. And if you're not exactly sure what I'm talking about, it was the goal when Nylander received the puck basically on the doorstep and had his back turned to Vasilevsky and just flipped it in between his legs, uh, top shelf. And it was just one of those things where, you know, like I said, you just, you just can't, you just can't do anything about it. You can't really be upset about it. But yeah, I think that the lightning, um, other, other than, you know, losing Sunday's game to Detroit in that shootout. And yeah, that's, you know, always kind of like a, a setback, a demoralizing thing to a team like this is when you go in after you're coming off a big win on the road against a big team, a good team like Boston, and you go into Detroit and you're playing, you know, one of, you know, probably, probably one of the worst teams in the league right now. Um, I think it's safe to say that, um, and you lose one in a shootout, I think it's kind of demoralizing. But I think the boys will bounce back tonight. I think they'll play an aggressive game. Um, obviously, they got to keep an eye out for, for Austin Matthews, who's one of the best goal scorers in the league right now. Um, and, you know, I think they did a good job with David Pasternak. And that was definitely kind of a test for them, you know, especially when you're going up against David Pasternak. And then you got Austin Matthews, a game gamer, uh, a couple of games later. Um, those, those players being two of the best goal scorers in the league right now. I think this team, um, they did a very good job with Matthews last game. Um, I don't believe he scored a goal. I think he maybe had an assist or two in that, that last game, but other than, um, he didn't really do much. And I think that's one thing you could look at as a lightning fan, um, from, you know, kind of like this inconsistent, um, you know, the streak that the lightning have had, you know, uh, up into the season after winning 11 games in a row, they kind of have been bouncing back and forth, uh, you know, with a loss and, and wins, loss and a win, uh, not really been able to be consistent in the winning column and can't really blame them too much just because they've been playing a lot of really tough teams. Uh, you know, you got the Maple Leafs, you had Calgary who they beat, who, you know, is a very good team. Uh, they're, they're probably going to make it in the playoffs. Um, they played the avalanche, they played, uh, Boston twice so that, you know, those are just some teams that, you know, off the top of my head that, you know, they haven't had an easy go of it at all, you know, especially now that they have um, Toronto coming up now tonight. Um, and then they have Philly on Thursday and Philly's a very good team. You know, they're, they're one of those teams that are just going to be physical and, you know, in your play in your face type of hockey. So, you know, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, we have a lot to talk about on tomorrow's show. So, of course, we have, you know, we're, we're going to get into the Red Wing game. We're going to talk about last uh, tonight's game. And, you know, hopefully the Lightning can pull it off and, you know, get back on the winning side of things and bounce back from a tough loss in Detroit. And then we'll uh, discuss the the Philly game. If not, um, if we can't just get it all in in one episode, I'm going to try and break it up into two. Um, so I will definitely keep you posted on that. Um, for any updates going forward with any, uh, episodes, uh, keep an eye out on our Twitter page at LO underscore lightning. Um, or even check out my Instagram, uh, my, uh, my Twitter at, uh, AP Danker. That's D E N K E R on Twitter, as well as my personal account. And I will tweet out updates alongside with the locked on lightning Twitter account 
about any changes or anything uh, pertaining to the show going forward. Obviously, you know, it was unfortunate yesterday that I wasn't able to get out an episode for you guys as I was feeling under the weather. But like I said, I'm back here today. You can tell it in my voice. I still am dealing with a little bit of a cold, but, you know, here I am playing hurt. And, uh, yeah, so that's it for the episode. If After you're done listening to this, um, take, take a, uh, a listen to the Locked On NHL podcast with host uh, Sarah Amphipato. She's the host of Locked On Kings. And uh, today's episode, she's going to talk about um, injuries going around the league. It seems like this time of year, every year, that kind of like the injuries around the league kind of s- start to pile up just because maybe it's just, you know, that time of the season where players' bodies start to get worn down and, you know, through the wear and tear of a hockey season, that's bound to happen. But, yeah, uh, take a gander at that. It's a great show. I was on there about a couple of weeks ago um, talking about the Lightning, kind of introducing myself when the show first started out. So it was good to do that. Uh, I'm sure I'll be on in the future going forward. But, yeah, um, that's it for the episode today, guys. Uh, thank you a lot. Really appreciate your patience uh, for this episode. I know you guys were waiting to hear on uh, my reaction from the two games. Like I said, unfortunately, I can't get in the Red Wings game today. I will talk about it tomorrow, maybe on a two-parter. We'll see. So that's it. Been, that's been it for Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Banker. Have a happy Tuesday, everyone. <laughs>